come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. I mean, it is also Parks and Rec. I've lost 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend left me. <laughs> that's why I don't play video games. It's because that's all I do. Yeah, it's, it's all I do. Yeah, so, yeah, Parks and Rec is great. Um, I watch a whole season in, like, two nights. Um, <laughs> what season are you up to? I have three. Yeah. Oh, so you're, like, right where it's getting good. Where, yeah. like, yep. Ben and Chris have shown yeah. up. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Like, yeah that's yeah. when the show They off the, the city planner that was lame. Yeah, yes. the, the guy who was like a fake Jim. Yeah, and well, just like, replace him with the, like better characters. At the beginning of any season of any show, there's always going to be a character, maybe two, that don't survive the first one or two seasons, and that guy was just the casualty. Branowitz. Yeah, yeah. Branowitz. yeah. yeah Mark Brandanowitz. Mark yeah, Brandanowitz. There we go. Thank yeah. you. But you can see it from a mile away. It was like this guy brings nothing. Yeah, he also was playing the straight man, and that show kind of doesn't need one, you know. And it, he would be like the one who's like, hmm, harumph about right. it, yeah. and you're like, no, like I want to live in this world. Yeah. Stop knocking them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go to money and stop shitting on it. Exactly. Like, yeah, Ron Swanson's enough of a grump. Like yeah. we got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, better at it. Yeah. He's like the straight man on steroids. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to um hey, it's a special episode of I want you to watch this. It's a special very special episode. Very special episode. Um I am your host Dennis as always and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Colin and Craig. How are you two soaking wet freezing pressure I've got this, like sinking feeling got the bends do yeah. you have the bends <laughs> I, I somehow don't have the bends because the aliens did something they did something <laughs> i don't know what uh, i love that they did something to us it's a very clever explanation for why we don't have the bends <laughs> why we didn't take three weeks to decompress <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a very special episode because this episode is a guest episode um tara has joined us yay um, and she brought us The Abyss, the 1989 James Cameron movie, The Abyss. Um, man, I just wish Michael Rapaport was in this movie. <laughs> just so there was a more of a deep blue sea connection than exactly uh, yeah. <laughs> I just want this to be a prequel to the you know DBS like uh, so well I, I would say instead of Michael Rapaport we just get um oh what's her name uh oh um. Uh, yeah, mm. but she's like it's gonna a, drive me insane. The, the lead, the, the lead, in? terrible. Yes, the the woman who's basically the villain of Deep Blue Sea. Um, <clears throat> what's her name? Her name is the place. It is. I, I it's a place. It's like so British long. or like Paris. Or... Oh, Scarlet Saffron Burrows. Oh, that's it's not a place. It's a thing. I'm in a burrow. If it was Saffron Burrows, and this is where she's starting her research into Alzheimer's <laughs> and sharks, and then like we get that into Deep Blue Sea later. So maybe the better follow up would be Sharknado, something that's like yeah, Deep Blue there Sea we go. into Sharknado. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Okay, Deep Blue Sea into Sharknado. Mm -hmm. That sounds they're in natural. the same universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, yeah, rather than them existing within. Uh, this movie, which is actually pretty good, although it's just 
so so long it's good it's good once you figure out what it's trying to do yeah um which is it's like you know it's it's a space sci-fi underwater you know it's great with with the romance with yes (laughs) and um i love ed harris he's great i this movie actually made me cry when he's uh saving his uh ex-wife wife um wife ex-wife um would you like to give us a summary, Taris? Yeah, sorry. Oh, we keep I was like, yeah, let's talk so people know what the movie's about. Right, wanna... yeah. Please uh, please introduce if, the movie oh, to shit, us. shit, I have it. to summarize it? I mean, if you but want to, if you don't, then we can just... We we can can take again, I watched, I watched the uh, special edition version, which is 171 minutes, so it might take me that long to summarize it. Well, we'll so. just... <laughs> let's tag team it So, The Abyss is about, there's a nuclear submarine that was doing some stuff in a canal deep under the ocean, like around 2,000 feet under the ocean. And um, uh, it, what happens? Like a light is chasing it by some sort of um, thing that we don't know what it but, is. But, but no, no, but, nothing goes 150 knots. But and 130 so, knots. Oh, at the time, it. we think it's a Russian submarine, but it interferes with uh, the navigation and all the systems on the submarine, so it crashes in the ocean. Um, right. And then we are sent a team to try and figure it's, out what's going on and to try and find it. Right, and a it's space a, crew. I mean, it's a, uh, a sea crew. It's a private. It's a it's a private drilling oil com- drilling oh, oil drilling company that they are the closest people to save potentially save um, the submarine if there's any survivors. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, which is really all a ploy to get the nuclear missiles off of the submarine right. yeah so sort of at the a beginning a group of people in addition to the scientist who built the rig which is mary elizabeth Antonio, yeah and some seals some navy, and seals. Some navy seals led by michael behan right um <laughs> so they all go on to the rig and they find the submarine and while they're down there they also find this alien undersea life form that is kind of the object for the rest of the movie that they're like searching for this thing and trying to communicate with this thing but at the same time Michael Behan is going crazy because he's got like, HPNS yeah compression yeah. <laughs> sickness um, and they offload the nuke and then they're trying to kill the alien with the nuke but uh, and we're only up to like 20 minutes into the movie yes. <laughs> oh no this is like the cold open <laughs> and then the, the drilling team is trying to stop the nuke um Help me out with well, the, so, the other. Well, so two what happens? They, they tie like the nuke to uh, like one of their like little rovers, like a sea rover, and it ends up getting like disabled and getting and sinking further down. Excuse and me, so, Craig, a little geek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little geek. Yeah. I think it's actually Big Geek who goes down. Big, I'd, have, uh, I'd have to look. Again. I thought Big Geek was no, like it's the one it's that Big Geek is the one that carries the nuke, and they're sending Little Geek, but Little Geek can't handle the pressure, yeah. and it gets yeah, yeah, because Little Geek is the one that he's that carrying down when he's oh, going right. down. Yeah, sinking down. Uh. So yeah, so they <laughs> so Big Geek gets gets knocked off course and uh, these falls are unmanned the submarines, the by the way. <laughs> yeah, and so they have to retrieve this yeah unmanned submarine uh, because it has an active nuke on it and yeah. so they and have again, to again we're only 45 minutes into the <laughs> it's, like, it's legit like what like thousands of feet under the ocean like it's they, like I think by the time he gets to the bottom he's at like 16,000 feet right uh, and he's, so what are they worried about are they worried about hurting the oh, anyways we'll get yeah. I mean, well, they don't want to start war. a war with this alien race that they've just discovered oh. by nuking them yeah that's right. yeah okay that's uh, a bad idea. So, yeah, they don't go to nuke retrieve your new the friend. Warhead. As a special guest, don't nuke your new uh, friend. <laughs> Harris. Uh, I'm sorry, Tara. Look under your chair. So, yeah, Ed Harris, like, ends up going down, and, you know, of course, he, like, doesn't have enough oxygen to get back up, and so 
Um, he ends up just like laying there, like ready to die, succumbing to his death. Uh, when an alien finds him and takes him back to their like home base mothership uh, under the sea, and miraculously, like they they control water, which has been established earlier in the movie. Yeah, uh, that's like a part of their technology is to be able to like control water at a molecular level. Right. Polymerize it, plasticize it, like do whatever they manipulate want. Manipulate it. it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what, so, what if that's their technology? <laughs> so they save Ed Harris and bring the uh, the rig. What is it? They're like a, it's like a little submersible station that they yeah, yeah. It's like sea lab. It's like an oil yeah. rig underwater. Yeah, yeah. basically. Right. Uh, so yeah, they bring that back up to the sur- or back up. That's magic above. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a yeah. magic rig. <laughs> due to alien magic, they don't get the bins. <laughs> oh yeah, from- <laughs> yeah, that's great. She's explained and, very quickly with a throwaway line that we all thought was kind of funny after we were commenting on, now they've all got the bends. Yeah, no, yeah, it was like, I think, didn't someone say, it's like, oh, they got saved for no reason. And then the TV, then the movie was like, oh, we got saved for no reason. <laughs> it's like, it was pretty awesome. So uh, yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah. Do you think that's when Ed Harris becomes Ed Harris the White? Like <laughs> that was, he just comes back yeah. like splendiferous and yeah. well, he, but he really does like you just look at his costume design right he starts like covered in grime as like right. an oil mechanic in like the basement of a basement of a basement underwater yeah. and then Who ends hates up women just just hates women lady like hating, nearly as much as this movie hates women lady hating is a big thing in the yeah. 80s yeah. in oh, case yeah. you didn't know yeah. <laughs> like, only yeah only I'm in so the 80s glad that we finally got rid of that in the 80s Thank and god. did not go yeah. with oh my us god. past yeah. that point mm. yeah but he starts out oil mechanic and ends up astronaut right yeah. so he goes yeah. from right. Right, bottom to top yeah started from the bottom you're right <laughs> Uh, and so, I love his also one small detail just while we're talking about his appearance is that his hand was blue mm-hmm. like the whole movie from which saving was his really wedding cool. ring from yeah. the toilet <laughs> yes. I thought that was like a really I was like it came up like again like three hours and 18 minutes into this movie <laughs> where it was like he like shows his hand on screen again and it's like oh shit his hand is still blue that's a nice touch it's any of the romantic scenes his hand he's always touching someone with that hand or has it up to his face or goes like oh who knows right and he touches his face with his oh, hand to show the blue like I, every romantic scene I, I only sh- noticed it like three times yep yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was bad lighting until the end where I was like no he clearly has <laughs> no, something that's, in his that's hand that's a choice like oh, it's definitely blue and that's actually in the theatrical uh, sorry, the um, special edition version, they do say, hey, bud, you, did you know your hand is blue? And he's like, whatever, shut up. <laughs> they do actually ah, talk about it. They in address the, it. Yeah. All right. Uh. I, just, <laughs> I was just like, James Cameron really loves sinking things. It was like the first thing that came to mind when I saw this movie. And I was like, yeah, like the Alien franchise and the Avatar <laughs> well, franchise. No, and- <laughs> he, he took the Alien franchise from Ridley Scott and... Kinda ruined it. But yeah, that's yeah, what that's I'm like he sank it. Yeah. yeah, he sank yeah. it. <laughs> He's, he sank it like a submarine. Wait, so you guys don't and like the Titanic. Aliens? aliens? I think Aliens yeah. is fine, but I think Alien is a masterpiece, and Aliens is like an okay action movie. So I think it opened up the door or like breached the brig for like all the bullshit that came after Aliens to happen, and that's why I think like that was like the puncture wound that just like festered right <laughs> I, my, my opinion has changed on like on cameron specifically changing and ruining the alien franchise after watching um prometheus and um that, that's fair uh prometheus 2 where <laughs> terminator genesis yeah, <laughs> just where it's like oh ridley scott was just gonna ruin this thing anyways. well yeah ridley scott had george lucas disease the whole time and yeah. we didn't know ah! it's just one of those things where it's like yeah like 
I was talking about this. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I was talking about this with uh, us and tangents. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Crazy. Who would have thought? Uh, like Incredibles two. I'm like, I need this movie to be as good as the first one because right. it's been so long. And that's like one of those things where it's like when you're like the director and you come back to a movie after that long. Oh It's yeah. just like it. It should be good. Like you've had, you've either had plenty. Of, you've had plenty of time to either like get this right or get it or way way it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh Tara. Yes. Yes. Exactly. My sweet summer child. I know. <laughs> no, Say I have the fuck you want. Yeah. Okay, good, I, good. I just tried to watch it because I curse way too fucking much. <laughs> yeah. Dennis and I are both surveyors, and we curse like yeah, nobody's business. Just, so it's part yeah. of it. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, but yeah. It's just like when you come back to a franchise after a long time, it's just like. I feel like you shouldn't just don't period. do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's my opinion. Just like I mean, the track record is out there. Is it's just not a good idea because you think that they would learn from the mistakes or like listen to the criticism or whatever. But time and time again, they're like, "No, this is what I really wanted to do," <laughs> and it's not ever a good idea. Yeah, you know, or it's so, usually like out of time because it's like you are already like pretty like adult. Like when you started this, like you're all pretty settled into your ways, and then it's like in the time of like you know, 10, 15 years, the amount of things that change, like, cinematically and, like, societally, like, if you're not on board and, like, willing to, like, go with that instead of just, right. like, trying to stick with whatever vision you had in, like, 1985 and just redo that, then, yeah, it's not going to be a good time. No. <laughs> no one's going to enjoy that. No. Um, but, yeah, back to this movie. <laughs> back to this movie. Um, uh, let's, I want to talk about some things I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoy just the sci-fi nature of it all, where there's just stuff that doesn't exist and that's okay, you know? <laughs> and it's just fun because it's like, why not have an underwater base and like this crew of cool sea, like oil of sea drill. drillers. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. cool. I like, I like how it begins very much like alien. Right. In terms of like, these guys are just like workers. They don't have the, they're not equipped to deal with all of this. Right. But it, that's it, what makes it so cool. Yeah. It's yeah. like the split timeline where we've like mastered the ocean and like <laughs> this thing that we don't have. <laughs> yeah, in the same way that, <clears throat> excuse me, in the same way that alien starts with like space truckers, this is like underwater truckers. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yep. There's even a save the cat scene, but it's like save the rat. Save the rat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just, I just really enjoyed that, you know, it reminded me of when the, strangely enough, it reminded me of when I played with Legos as a kid and I would like build these things, you know, these underwater bases that don't exist, you know, and, uh, it's so cool to me, you know, like, oh, cool. This movie did exist and well, what <laughs> was I, fun. What I love is like, we don't have to turn to space for like an alien life form or like, or some other life. I mean, there's so much in our oceans that we don't know about that it's totally cool that there could be like this other intelligent life in our oceans. And I love that the movie posits that. Yeah. Well, that was the thing though. Was, like they were still like, weren't they still like saying that they were from space? They just ended up in the See, ocean. That was the frustrating. Like, that was... There was a lot of conclusions jumped to in this movie. <laughs> I don't think they ever resolved that. Cause they're was... just there. Okay. Cause that was what I was hoping. I was like, I hope that this, they're not saying that, they're from space and this and everything because like, there's so much in the ocean yeah, that we like, just don't know. Bobo Andy McDowell like learned a lot <laughs> just based off of feelings where she was just like, oh, I they, they don't mean this harm. I just think so for some reason. Yeah. You know, and well, it's like, ah. they could have delved into that. It could have been like, oh, they're empathic species. They could have, but like, they did telepathic species. Right. But like, well, that's why this could have been two movies because there's the movie where Three. this is about. Well, yeah, there's like the movie seven. where this is like, <laughs> a series, a mini series, really. Uh, but yeah, there's the movie where this is about them trying to communicate with this underwater alien life form that they have no idea what it is, and then there's the movie where they're trying to retrieve this 
nuclear submarine and like the intrigue of like having uh you know uh, dissension within the ranks of the ship or the rig uh and i was like i didn't need that at all in this movie and this movie definitely could have been a full hour shorter yeah. even if they didn't take anything out just like with the number of like long takes that they make in this movie for like Ed Harris changing in and out of his suit, like it's just like these long, long takes for these like fairly menial tasks that are happening. Or let's show a full <laughs> minute and a half of them swimming from here to there. Yeah, <laughs> but the minute of the half is he's dragging her. Oh, sorry, spoiler well, not, alert. Not, he's well, dragging not, her when she's dead. N- right? Not that part, but like them going from like getting the missiles and bringing the missiles back, and them doing like the you know those parts. All the yeah. military like, parts. The, the parts where yeah. he's dragging her. That's actually full of a lot of tension. But yeah. like this, all the stuff with the seals and. But could be like a separate movie, all, or all could of, be trimmed. All of that stuff is in the first Alien. Is in the first is in Ridley Scott's Alien. So like, like this movie felt like it was James Cameron trying to do Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah. which Very is much. Ridley funny. Scott trying to do 2001, right? Like trying to do both at the same time. Right. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. then if fast forward to you know 98 or whatever Armageddon came out, and then it's what Michael Bay doing. Uh, Abyss. So, so it's Michael Bay doing James Cameron, <laughs> who's doing Ridley Scott, who's doing Stanley Kubrick. Because <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that, that telephone line broke down halfway. I guess that I don't mind all those like long takes of them in this, you know, kind of setting up because it sets up the world as like difficult and awkward and hard to move in, and that's what sets up the tension for when he's dragging her swimming. Mm-hmm. Like to me, all those long. I can see how they're again I watched the even longer version I was like oh fast forward come on it takes its time yeah. it takes its yeah. time but it it's takes it's like watching Thunderball where you're right. like okay I'm gonna fast forward through this but it it sets up so many of the um, kind of physical rules of the world that uh-huh. then get broken and or troubled later yeah right yeah, I, I can see that I can see like that also falling victim to like um, test screening maybe you know where it's like Oh, this movie is plotting a log, too. You got to cut some of this stuff out. Where it, and then it's like a lot of the fabric starts. Well, it's like, oh, well, you're not explaining any of the depressurizing, like, because like they do, they're they're pretty tried and true at the beginning, and then like halfway through the movie, they're like, ah, fuck it, you know. Like, <laughs> but that's where all the like the moment you introduce aliens, I feel like some of the rules of the world can break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? That's and true. especially given that their whole technology is controlling water, right? So. Yeah, right. you have the water tentacle. Can we talk about that? Should we jump how to the water awesome tentacle? How awesome it is, and those like visual effects, and like how much he's laying the groundwork here for what he's going to be doing two years later in Terminator Two. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah for 1989, like those are amazing effects. Like I think for 2018. No, yeah, yeah, it holds now. Yeah, it holds up. Yeah, I bet it was expensive as fuck for those. What like. 10 to 15 seconds of CGI. Yeah. Oh man. So much money. <laughs> and, uh, but the, even though this is a James Cameron movie, right? Like that's to me, what makes him so interesting pre avatar is that so much of his practical effects, right? Like physical things they built and moved around yeah. seamlessly combined with CGI, right? Yeah. Because it's the really fantastical things that are CGI, like the water tentacle. I think that's probably about it. I think most of the rest of it is either, um, rear projection or, or puppets, miniatures or miniatures yeah. or puppets yeah. and, and that's when James Cameron really is at his best is when he's combining those two and when he's at his worst is when it's Avatar <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um, alright well Craig 
Sorry. Oh no, I was I was just thinking about like the note that I wrote when it, what it was like it I could just imagine like James Cameron like pitching this movie and just like, all right, all right, it's gonna be alien. Wait, wait, underwater. I just I just like felt that moment. Where oh yeah, totally. I could just like see him like pitching this. Because <laughs> it, wait, remind me what studio made this? Um, uh, was it? I remember who released it but i don't remember who produced it we can talk about the production i've watched i rewatched the making of Doc yeah feature it. We'll, we'll take a break and then when we uh when we'll we come that. back we'll get into the nitty-gritty uh, got it and yeah. the second half of our review of the abyss so stay tuned in this movie right the abyss and it's 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 okay i had fun i enjoyed it right yeah but yeah. but i feel like um Tor wants to convince us why we should love this movie <laughs> well, this, well this movie comes from like like kind of a seed of your like past yes right? th- this is like something i watched over and over again in my childhood so there's certainly some like personal nostalgia my sister and i still like Dark crane! oh, oh, oh i get that 100 <laughs> i could geek out over you only live twice for way too long on you guys <laughs> wow that's oh, yeah last mohicans for me for sure oh. yep and what's your like geek out forever movie that you watched? Probably like Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like my favorite musical. My favorite. Like, okay, we I should do that. that so we can many... sing it together. Yes, yes. We'll just oh, sing along episode. We're totally having a, a, a full on sing along of of that movie because I love that movie too. I love that right. movie too. I'm down. I just love Rick Moranis. So, oh my God, he's the best. He is the best. So I guess that to me, the, thus far we've kind of like talked about the plot of the movie, whereas like to me the filmmaking is so well done, right? This is James Cameron at his best yeah. when he still had someone to tell him no. Yes, exactly, right? So like e- even in setting up the character of Lindsay, right, that she, uh, so you have, it's pure James Cameron contrast, army boot, army boot, army boot heels, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. That it's all textural and or like scale contrast, like when they send the buoy up, right? That you've just watched everybody die in the opening five minutes of the movie and this little buoy in the <laughs> giant ocean, right? Yeah. It's such exquisite contrast. He does that in, um, uh, uh, like think of the iconic scene in the LA River with the little motorcycle and the tractor trailer, right? That's what makes, in T2, sorry. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm jumping yeah, Did you not see that in the regular cut, yeah. the scene in the LA River? <laughs> but like, I love that. Um, that it's the things can be crushed because they're tiny, right? And right. humans are very vulnerable and a scale, and, yeah. and, scale yeah. and like a um, um, uh, a tactility mm-hmm. to the world. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then even like at the end of the movie, like I feel like that that's interesting too that you say that with like the boy because like at the end of the movie now it's like the thing of like the alien ship coming up in the middle of the ocean now it's it's it dwarfs like the 
rig it dwarfs yeah. like the uh, the, the oiler like yes. the, the ship that's like their surface contact yeah is on yes. top of it yeah and like they're all like look like toys sitting on top of this thing exactly so, yeah that's really it's all yeah. about scale with james right. cameron I, and I, I like think that. about in the end of avatar which i haven't seen since it came out so yeah, no. i <laughs> apologize but like the uh, bad guy bad military guy versus good military guy the bad guy starts in like the mech thing and then he like breaks down into something else and then does something else. he keeps like breaking down in scale or even just think about like oh, titanic yeah. and the way he uses scale in titanic exactly yes huh yeah i um i i like the cramped spaces on like the on the rig um you know like i really enjoy uh submarine movies i went through like a I sub- love submarine yeah movies too. <laughs> it's kind of weird thing you know and you're like ooh like claustrophobia the, the, the why not the beginning of this movie I was like I am so on board right. because the beginning of this movie is just Hunt for Red October yeah yes. and then it just turns into a submarine movie playground because then it just turns into like mm-hmm. then there's the rig where it's like like six submarines stuck together it's great so yeah I really enjoyed it um, but what I guess it's so confusing to me because like I'm like I don't what didn't you like about it because I mean there's some problems with the plot and the last 15 minutes should just be cut off right yeah <clears throat> the giant like soap dish that emerges out of the ocean <laughs> is like ugh, yeah. right like yeah it's, uh, it, it, it's kind of dated in that regard um, a lot of like the like uh, line delivery and stuff is, is is pretty dated as well like as far as like just the stereotypical like character development you know like the like the boots and then then the heels coming out of the helicopter, like I can't help but laugh at that, you know. But this is the movie well, that created well, I, I, that. I, right, right, I like that. Too. I like the boots coming out and then the heels, but then it's the thing of like, oh, the great A bitch of the universe. Yeah, like, it's like we yeah. already kind of get it. Right. Which honestly, like, if I like, I kind of like want that title, like Queen Bitch of the Universe. I feel like would be a pretty awesome title. <laughs> Agreed. In fact, she's called. This is the things I was actually noticing this this last time watching it through. This is the thing she's called. She's called Stone Cold the bitch she's called a hurricane right and then the door opens and she walks in uh she's called oh hi Lindsay. Blah, right like nobody likes her uh lady you have a run in your stockings should i call you sir mrs brigman the brigman woman yeah and then there's a turning point where people start calling her ace Right, that's where she becomes the oh, likable. Right. Yeah, right. Huh. She so, proves that she's like one of the guys, and she can like hang with the like. hang with the working class, <laughs> yeah. right? Like hang with the working class lives. drillers, <laughs> exactly, right? Um, this is me, Lindsay, right? Like this is me. You know me better than anyone in the world, right? She has a strong heart. She wants to live, right? There's this yeah. real yeah. shift yeah. in what she's called between the kind of '80s power shoulder pad like what a strong woman in the 80s was supposed to mean into an actual likable human being (laughs) and also into an actual like strong woman like she kind of transitions from like the power like power suits woman into like the ripley character in a way yes yeah i just i don't get why i i mean i get why because you know that's the time and everything like that but I don't understand why she didn't why she couldn't have just been that person at the beginning because she was already there like they already had a rapport with her yeah yeah she already had been there she uh you know knew her shit like yeah it's not like she didn't know her shit like right like I don't think she has anything that she needed to have proven to anyone in this movie but but that's the romance plot right and I I had a problem with that like yeah and like go on sorry uh just just kind of like that idea of like their relationship was you know whatever it was before but it was like at its end and now because of this like shared trauma that's like what brings them together now and it's like I feel like that's just like a horrible basis to like start a new relationship 
relationship on just like we had this shared traumatic experience like where both of our lives were in danger and so like now these feelings have been reignited but they never resolved any of the previous issues like there was never like a moment where either one of them like we don't even know what happened to that extent where we don't even know why they were getting like separating in the first place but now they're just like together without having resolved any of that those previous issues. Yeah, have you watched romantic comedies from the eighties? <laughs> particularly right? like, this any movie from the eighties. Yes. Die Hard is the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it, Die Hard is like they're estranged and they go through this traumatic experience and they're back together at the end. Yeah. It's the same exact romantic arc. Yeah, I, I hate it. But I mean, I think <laughs> it, it could be like a jumping off point of like, oh, we have this thing and now this will be the catalyst for us to go and fix what's actually wrong with our relationship. But this is a movie from the eighties. They don't care about what's actually wrong with the relationship that's going to happen off camera <laughs> but again she goes from queen bitch of the universe to the last thing she's called is wife yes, right? yes. that it is the re kind of cooperation or the re the family unit getting put which back is together, like the best thing that you can be right? as a woman is the wife is right. wife right not designing the oil rig and no. not saving their lives over and over and over no, again no. right which they actually they have a couple of really good lines about that in my view a couple of really good lines where he's like oh man you know what i'm glad you're here after all the shit goes down right oh i'm so glad you're here and she's like yeah i'm not ha 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 oh, right? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right. i'm glad you're here to save our asses yeah i'm glad not glad i'm at the bottom of the ocean dying um but okay that that this helps me segue into one of the things that I didn't like about the movie as well is um, how these people are going through the uh, potentially I hope the worst experience of their life pretty nonplus about everything that's going on <laughs> they're like oh you're gonna pay us triple of do it going like deeper than we've ever been it's like cool and then like they go and it's like oh you're cutting off our umbilical because there's a hurricane it's like swell and then it's like oh good the crane's falling like oh it's getting rocky it's like oh it stopped and then, like, they, like, get in, like, the submarine, like, the two of them, uh, Harris and, uh... Mary Elizabeth Mastro Antonio. Wow. <laughs> Bobo Andy McDowell. Um, and they, and then, like, their submarine gets screwed, and it's, like, starts leaking, and, like, Harris is like, yeah, there's a leak behind this panel, and she's like, ah, oh, I can't get it, it's cold. All I need is a goddamn crescent yeah. wrench. And then it's like, yeah. and it's like, oh, just calm down. And it's like, y'all are gonna die, like, six times over, what the hell? Like, like... <laughs> Freak out, you know? And then it's all rewarded, like, a few moments later. Then, when, like, Ed Harris, like, performs an amazing performance. But see, and I would argue that you can't have that amazing performance without having the, like, okay, we're going to calmly assess this really terrible situation, and what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Okay, okay, I'm going to die, and right. you're going to tow me back, right? That It has to be done that way yeah. to make Ed Harris yeah. be able to get that upset. I, I get that, but, like, it... it, it gets lost in the sea of two hours and 25 minutes of a movie where there's it's just peril stacked on top of peril where like you then it forces it, it be, then the movie becomes a victim of its own writing where it's forced these moments that should be really stressful are not because they have to build up to something that they wrote in the future but see this is and this is again i, I will politely disagree because to me this is this, <laughs> i love this <laughs> no right this is the same as aliens right mm -hmm. aliens part of the reason it's such a good action flick right it's mm -hmm. you know marines in space basically um, is because they have the downtime after the disaster, right? That they charge into the horrible world 
of the uh, uh, you know aliens on the walls, right? And they're uh, they're trying to get people out of it. And then yeah. they have the okay, deep breath. What the fuck just happened? Game over, man. Game over. Right. Why'd you put right. her in charge? Right? Like all of that scene happens as a like a breather and a reflection on how bad that was and how much worse it will get. So the abyss does the same thing, right? Where they have that extended walking through, like let's assess the damage. Like how bad is it? How many of us are actually gonna die? As a as a, that's very different from contemporary action movies where it's just like action scene, action scene, action scene, action scene, action scene, right? That yeah. that's something that has shifted in what a good action movie is. But like this movie offs like four but, people at once and doesn't bat an eyelash. And then you don't even remember it until the very end where they're like, yeah, five people died. Well, I think too that it does this kind of like wave thing and kind of going into like contrast, like again, thinking about the size of things, like the size of things at the beginning versus the size of things at the end that are like in peril like decreases but the stakes that are attached to those things increases keep wrapping up (laughs) so yeah so it's like at the beginning it's like you know we have like this huge nuclear submarine and then it's like we have like their uh underwater oil rig and then it's like and then we're in this tiny sub and that's flooding yeah and then at the end it's just ed harris like singing to the bottom of the ocean by himself and then, like, but at each of those times, like, the stakes that are involved in those, like, as far as, like, the emotional connection with the audience, like, goes up at, 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 in yeah. the way. It so. keeps ratcheting, right? And that's what this era, James Cameron, is really good at. It's just ratchet it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Ratchet it up a little bit more. And it takes that quiet to make the loud. But, like, for me, what yeah. gets lost Sorry. is when, like, <laughs> is, like, okay, like the, like, the value of life, for instance, in this movie, like, changes. And that annoys me when the movie does that because it's, like... Like, all right, you just, you literally just offed like four people in a room, like just like that. And then now I have to care for these other people, like even more so because why, you know, well, because like, we've established more of a relationship with those characters. Balls. Then. I mean, that's like, every movie. Why'd you write, like, uh, just like in like Avengers, like how many people are like dying in buildings as like the Avengers, like, eh. but your emotional investment is in you, but the when Avengers. Agent but Coulson like, dies, like you really care. <laughs> yeah. But when like all these other people are getting killed, oh, it's just the war. <laughs> I mean, at least, I don't know, because they're, like, part of their crew, you know? Like, they're ostensibly is, like, you so, know... So that's, th- that actually is addressed in the special edition. Oh, There's really? more, okay. like, mourning of All the right. people. Just <laughs> that hit the cutting room no, floor yeah, yeah. in this, like, like bloated giant... I, I could have a whole like separate argument with you about aliens, but Yay! M- my problem with um, this movie is the pacing and I, I agree with you that I, I like how they do these long establishing things to build up like the that it's underwater I think I, my problem goes back to Craig's thing which is like we really don't need the whole thing with the Navy SEALs we could cut so much out of this movie by at least trimming that whole portion of the movie yeah as much as I love Michael Bean like that part I think drags the movie down I I, I would probably agree with that you know, like, but this is seen from 20, what, plus years later, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the speed of editing has, <laughs> think of Mad Max Fury, uh, uh, oh, Fury yeah. Road versus the original Mad Max, right? These are night sure. and day, <laughs> different editing styles. So I think that's partially like where we are now. It's useful to be like, uh, oh, wait, or, this is too I'll, slow I'll, for a modern I'll audience. Better and, and do just underwater movies and think of this movie versus Thunderball, which is like impossible to sit through. Or just yeah. James Bond, period. You know, <laughs> yeah. James Bond just accelerates through the years. Yeah. yeah. And I, mean, I get what Colin's saying because I do think that it is like, it's even like blow on like the the like the story of the movie and it may have been like you know in terms of like technology you know cost of technology and 
to have this entire movie be about the aliens, you know, because this old movie could have just been about them trying to like contact the aliens or like mm -hmm. trying to, or even just like, and still have ended in the same place without, or even just them like trying to go get the nuclear warhead. And that was enough tension without adding like the, the crazy, like the guy who's going crazy and, you know, trying to sabotage things. Right, when, when he's got, um, not Chekhov's not quite the Benz. Yes. <laughs> like they're establishing, oh, here are the symptoms of this thing. And then, like, a half an hour later, you see his hand shaking. You're like, oh. Yeah. Jim, my husband, calls uh, the rat Chekhov's rat. So you know if it shows up that a human is going to have to do oh, yeah, exactly. the fluid. That's true. Yep. But I think you're right. And again, I, I'm not uh, an apologist for the pacing, but some of what you're talking about, I can see now that I've rewatched the special edition, there was a whole actually much longer subplot attached to the missiles that they cut out. So, so, so uh, actually tell us a bit about the special edition because <laughs> right. we all watched the theatrical last on, night. On my recommendation yeah. because the special edition is like 9,000 hours long and has an <laughs> even cornier ending. Oh like my it's God. even oh schmaltzier. Oh. So it's hard to like imagine something. So the main differences are that um, so the missile theme is heightened because there's a whole subplot about how this is becoming like the Cuban Missile Crisis. So they're like watching themselves on TV. That whole section is okay. extended, right? That there's the kind of social pressure of the situation, and then you add in aliens, and then you add a nuclear bomb, and then you, so it's <laughs> in there to ratchet up. But like, geez, I'm glad they cut it out. They could have probably trimmed even more. Um, then there's uh, oh, what does that say? Oh, there's more action <laughs> right there's more retrieving the warhead there's more saving people oh my god there's gosh. more um singing country music together before the shit <laughs> oh, storm yeah, hits yeah. right so all three of them are kind of like singing the country song along together with one night that kind of stuff there's a lot of character development from the characters who get killed off ah. immediately right um and then the end oof they actually do so you know when he's um texting with his uh with uh, not texting but on his little keypad yeah, yeah. um with uh Mary Elizabeth master with Lindsay um that's longer and they have more of a like farewell um and then once they're once the ocean has split there's a extra 15 minutes probably in there where the aliens show him the pictures of all the bad things that people have done and then decide to punish Humanity what? by starting a tsunami across the world oh, of this 200-story wave. What? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that so this 200-story wave, and you see like in every city on the world, you see this giant wave coming. Everyone's running Godzilla style, right? What? And then the wave freezes because they can control water and then subsides. So it's this, they, like, we could have killed you. You got to be nicer. That? They shot that? Yes. That's a lot of CGI yeah. that they cut That's on the floor. That's so much it's, money. It's so oh much money. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is why I advise you to not watch that edit. Because it's like, wait, what? It's even cornier. It's even more, like, prefiguring the corniest of Avatar, yeah. right? Like, humans bad, nature good. Right? Imagine being in a test screening for that. Like, having sat there for, like, three and a half hours, only to have the end like that well, it'd be like only like there's probably only like five people left yeah. at the end to be like just please yes. make it shorter and I think there's a reference to that humans need to grow up a bit 
Like, hmm. just in case we didn't get it. Right. Actually, <laughs> right. Just in case we don't get this, like, morality tale. Right, yeah. We're yeah. going to go back into the sea, but we'll be back to check on you in five to ten years. I think that's also in it. <laughs> oh, God. It might as well be, right? Um, but, but we'll be watching you. We'll be watching uh. you. Yeah, I guess the other thing, going back to you, someone had said Hunt for October, and yeah. part of what I think this movie does better than Hunt for October is like so much good sound design, right? It begins yes, with the pinging. Awesome. It clues you in to use your senses. You have to listen closely. The first lines are about listening to the... Um, what they don't know is an NTI, <laughs> but the thing that can only go, that, right. nothing goes 130 They're knots, getting right? like bizarre sonar readings and they're like, what the hell is this? Yes, yes. And that like the, when they're at the moon pool and the tick, 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 Go in the basement. Honestly, I was distracted the entire time because he was impossibly making no noise. Like, he was impossibly making no noise. Like, he was walking in six inches of water and not making any noise. It's impossible. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't sneak up on someone and you're in a pool. You you can't do it. Like, that's part of what makes Marco Polo so much fun. Like, you hear him. I love that you're okay with the aliens, but not the really hey, I gotta cutting out line. the sound there. Because, well, there's certain, certain things about it where it's just like, well, that kind of sucks, but then you got to check it up to the like, hey, that's how movies were made back then. Maybe or the like, aliens hey, just have, like, a, a sound dampening, like... Well, the aliens control then, water, so, yeah, so they, they have, like, kept a it quiet they, like, they, knew, they knew that he was, like, sneaking up on the guy, and they, like, they like wanted to help him, but they didn't actually yeah. like want to help him. So they were just like, we won't actually like just like get this guy for you and keep ourselves from getting nuked. But we'll just yeah, and that's where I would say again, James Cameron and the sound designer working really closely to be like it only to me increases the dread the quieter he right. is, right? And then the contrast. I, the I, I get it. It's just it's frustrating to me though because I get what he's doing, and I think it's just like I don't know, <laughs> like like. I, I kept on waiting for, like, I really liked the set of the rig and everything, but I was really waiting for, like, the feeling of, like, really, like, the claustrophobia to set in to, like, the whole thing. You know, like, like Das Boot does the best job. Of, oh, yeah. And there's, like, a lot of other submarine movies that do a really good but job. But it's not of, like, playing that game. It's not. And it's frustrating to me because it's, like, it almost wants to, but it doesn't. It's well, not because gonna... it establishes that early and then it abandons it. So yeah. So I can see why you, like, when you're expecting that to, like, be throughout the movie and it's not you're like what the hell but, well, like but it the, starts no, playing it, other games yeah, it does. and the other game it plays is actually filming actors in water in this giant tank for hours and right. hours that's the game it's playing yeah. it's, it's actually playing the like what is it like to be at the bottom of the it's, sea as opposed to being in a submarine it's writing its own nuance and it's stealing from other things you know and so I don't know That's I think that's where my frustration my frustration sets in in this movie where it's just like like for instance, like they they talk so much about the bends and like all these effects of the bends and all this stuff, and like, you know, you have these like professional Navy SEALs that are all educated on and everything, and the dude like clearly knows that he's ha- he's being affected by it and everything, <laughs> but I'm gonna ignore it because I'm a tough man, you know, <laughs> like that whole thing annoys me. Yeah, and that's... then like it, like what's, it just drives me insane because like you know professionals would be more professional than that. That's why <laughs> well, yeah. they are professionals. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Have you? it's a psychosis yeah. yeah but like again that is a part of the reason why i again think that that whole thing is another part that could have just been cut to the side was like that whole thing with him going crazy and that being a plot device was 
Yeah, I get it. You like, need a villain. No, He's as, the villain. As soon as he started shaking, like, he should have been like, oh, shit, like, I'm right. not fit for duty. I like, yeah. and he, I mean, again, but he just has to be, like, the tough guy before he even goes into the psychosis version of, like, yeah. portion of it. Because it's, like, literally, like, two seconds after she says the effects of it, he, like, returns and he's, like, hands, like, shaking. Like, his hands start, start shaking, so... I have to say, in the resolution of that mm. of that character, right, the that they're in the um, uh, 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 rovers and they're smashing into each other and they're basically trying to kill one another. Fast right? and Furious underwater. And Fast and Furious <laughs> underwater, <laughs> right? But then when they're on the trench and they're kind of um, paired so they can see each other, yeah. And there's that to me. This is my actually my favorite scene of the movie, where uh, aside from the fight, fight, goddamn it scene, right, which <laughs> oh, everybody yeah, loves, um, but the uh, when they're, they're, they're kind of poised and looking at one another and realize, oh fuck, this is a human being, right? That we've been trying to kill each other this whole time. And they both kind of reach out simultaneously to be like, wait, wait, don't die, right? And right. then if he, he descends and um, you know, um, crushes in on himself and the big water bubble is released. But to me, that is like this moment of humanity in an action scene right. that takes no language, right? They don't yeah. say anything, they just put their hand together on the they each reach out onto the screen that to me i'm like ah oh, this is really good storytelling it yeah. requires no talking <laughs> and like humanity at the end of a action sequence yeah. right. and then it's, he dies it's the classic show don't tell yes. yeah yeah, exactly. yeah it was executed very well yeah um i i like when when in a sci-fi the the horrors of the mystery of like the unknown you know and like you can talk up all of this stuff where it's like you know like 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 where it's like oh we don't get you know the alien technology that's just like that's the magic part of the sci-fi but i expect to like the human element in the part that i do know to be kind of rooted in reality and so i think like this is a james cameron joint it right like, insane, it's not that's what rooted in reality. Like, like why couldn't the what, navy what if, seal get what sick what if t2 by... is rooted in reality what if terminator is rooted in reality you know uh, well, that it's they're that, all in this heightened that's like fantastic. time travel and then that's a whole other fuckery that we can get into because time travel and movies don't mix <laughs> <laughs> if you think about any of them too long it doesn't work out <laughs> um but like i just wish that like like okay, if you're gonna have the head, like one of the heavy elements of this movie be the Navy SEAL getting sick with the bends or whatever, why not be let it be induced by the aliens and have that be a whole terrifying element that's like, you know, involved instead of just it being like chalk it up to negligence, you know, and like I don't know. So it sounds like you didn't like the script. Great, no. uh, James Cameron wrote it, so you sure know, that's <laughs> just overly long and <laughs> right. Well, Dennis um, and I have our own issues with James Cameron sometimes, right. so it's. I, I did not know this, so this is partially there's like a James Cameron uh, anti James Cameron sentiment to begin with, but to me, even if you don't like the script, the storytelling the is storytelling super, is good, right? and it's it's, it's a, a gorgeous looking movie. I mean, no one's gonna argue that this movie doesn't look amazing right yeah i think that uh, going back to the um script to me my favorite line is um when he's, they're setting up the character of Lindsay is oh, oh dear god i hate that bitch right and it's like well you probably should well, have married her then yeah. <laughs> i don't know if any of you have been divorced but that's exactly how one feels like, god i hate that bitch like, probably shouldn't have married her then oh right right it didn't start with so hating. simple <laughs> to me i love that line i'm just going back to my um uh, I actually use this sometimes. Uh, you know, I actually say it where in a, uh, where a hippie is trying to be like, oh man, maybe they're in it with the aliens. Oh, and, and she uh, says, hippie, do me a favor, get off of my side. Yes, stay off my side. I actually say that to people in meetings sometimes where I'm like, you know what, you're really not helping my case. Stay <laughs> off my side, right? Like, you're being cray cray. <laughs> um, and then I'm just seeing other lines here. 
um, oh, this is corny, right? But it's I think it's the theme of the movie and perhaps maybe the theme of many of uh, James Cameron's movies, which again is a little bit of an eye roll. But um, we all see what we want to see. Coffee looks, he sees hate and fear. We have to look with better eyes than that. Yeah, right. yeah, I like that line. No, I, right. I like that line. So that I think, if you think of that, to me, is the movie, right? Is yeah, you, is that's explains why Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio just kind of knows that the aliens aren't evil, yeah. <laughs> is because she's looking with better eyes, right? right? She's trying to see the hope in the situation, which again is super corny, but. but- it's, go, go, it's Craig, done go. effectively. No, it is done effectively. Um, I'm not convincing you guys. No, I no. That's the thing is, like, you, I don't you dislike me to like this, this movie. more yeah. than I did to begin with. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, and I definitely like now that I'm like thinking about it more and like again through these different lenses. Uh, it is. Uh, I definitely have more of an appreciation for it. Like, I definitely don't think it's like the greatest movie of all time or um, even like the best James Cameron movie. But I think it's a. I did. I like it. Um, Costume design. She starts with uh, Lindsay starts in her '80s power suit and ends up then kind of transforms into working class hero and then transforms into like like Madonna figure of like this like thing around yeah. her and she's soft and her hair is all curly and beautiful and well that's because she sunlight. resurrected yes. like she's, yes. she's a born again exactly and she's born again not being queen bitch of the universe queen. exactly yeah. 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 what did you guys think of the fight scene because that that, that uh, oh my god out, I was like why would you reach for the goddamn gun you idiot oh no sorry sorry I meant no, the, the fight the... goddamn it fight oh, 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 yeah. oh I thought we were done like the fight I, scene yeah. I was like I like it but also I had just recently gotten recertified in CPR so I'm like the CPR either changed a lot between the 80s and now or James has. Cameron doesn't really know how to do no. CPR it's because <laughs> it has changed yeah oh, yeah it's changing like I, I think they don't, they don't do like the breath anymore no like, you don't do all. the bre- breathing anymore and like you um, hook up the um, defibrillator and it tells you like when to do compressions and when to not like oh, and you they have, didn't to, have IEDs any, like that. Anytime the defibrillator is not going, you have to be doing compressions. Like you cannot not be doing compressions or you're yeah, gonna is, like lose the a, Yeah, that's not what I was taught in elementary school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just slap him hard. Exactly. Yeah, you bitch. It works for me. You never it got me crying. backed away from anything in your life. Now fight. No, I love it. She I, has I, a strong heart, she wants to live. No, I, I do so I love the emotional stakes of it. I, I, my, actually, uh, my previous experience with this movie was just this scene where, mm. like, I turned, it was but on that's TV. That's so funny because the only thing I remembered about this movie from a kid was the breathing fluid. I oh, remembered, okay. like, Ed Harris and the thing and him, like, starting to freak out as he's taking it into his lungs and Mary Elizabeth mastering Johnny and being like, no, it's not okay. Like, <laughs> that was, like, the one thing I remember. <laughs> this is my first time seeing this movie. Oh, but you had seen the Ed Harris yeah, like I Oscar turned, scene I tur- It came on when I when he was like pulling her up through the depths, you know, and I was like, oh, what's this movie? That it's like, Ed Harris is a basic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All shot from that like really weird, almost her point of view. Like it's yeah. really well done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I like that scene. Um, yeah, so are we getting wrapped up on our oh, review l- here? Let me just run real quick through my couple of little notes um i want to know how early this was in james cameron's own deep sea diving career because <laughs> he is the person who has gone deepest into earth's oceans not a scientist not an oceanographer james goddamn cameron yep um <laughs> i think this is the beginning of that i, I do you want any any notes about the production design so they um was, there was not a tank big enough to film this tank so they <laughs> Sorry, that's, okay. a, that's a reference to how did this get made in Paula Tompkins. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm going to keep going. I know who that is, but I don't know the tape. Um, 
Uh, so we'll, it was we'll actually tell you later. it was shot in a, a half constructed um, nuclear missile silo. That's awesome. Right? Oh wow! And it was it is notorious for being like the most grueling shoot ever where like no one ever wanted to be friends with James Cameron ever again <laughs> because so if you think about it like if, you, if you're filming in a pool there's light coming into the yeah. pool right but this is supposed to be the bottom of the ocean so they tried figuring out like can they have a tarp over the water like trying to how can we do this but still have people be able to get in and out easily so they dumped like this thick layer of tiny tiny little black pellets over the entire top of it right because you can pull them apart right yeah. Yeah. but they got into everything what? They, like you're like breathing them in like people oh. were sick constantly it was months of this like hellish shooting that like part of me both respects and it makes me respect the movie more and on the other hand is like this is not worth putting humans through right. this yeah. trauma yeah. to yeah. make this movie oh my but gosh. yeah it was it was extremely extremely difficult shooting conditions and that's I, I quite frankly i think that's why no one's done it again if it's playing the game of people outside in water <laughs> like uh, you know people in what do you call them like wetsuits yeah. i think that's why no one has ripped off that part of it or uh, no one has attempted that again is because it's such a grueling wow. grueling grueling production yeah, yeah. it's that now it would probably be on the screen you know just be cg'd but mm -hmm. this is the this actually is like an amazing feat of practical effects like oh it is Absolutely. there's no doubt about that like anytime like james Cam like all of james cameron's movies like there's that's always been a Mm -hmm. I mean, like him. true lies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, I haven't seen that movie since I, I was love way Henry too young to have seen that movie. <laughs> you love that movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a better James Bond movie than like half the James yes, Bond movies. Yes, um, yes. But, I love the uh, first half of it. Like most James Cameron films, I like about the first. Yeah, quarters, I'll, I'll agree with you. Like the, sec like, the second the half of True Lies is pretty rough. Yeah, um, yeah. but I like I like how Michael Bean's mustache makes him look like um, My Love and Amelia in This Is Us. <laughs> <It does. laughs> um, yeah. There was a mistake in the closed captioning because we watched this with the captioning and it said the radar pinging faster and faster it's sonar closed captioning come on <laughs> um, and the one other thing is like we want my wife watched this with us and both of us turned to each other and we're like if only it was that simple when she says virgil turn on your side because he's snoring <laughs> yes I, I can i jump in on that that to me is like the most intimate moment in the movie oh yeah right? that was one of my it's favorite beautiful, moments beautiful yeah. right yeah. it it's one of those great pieces of writing that like shows so much about like a like two characters relationship without just doing without way too saying much. anything yeah. yep and a lot of what they cut out in the um uh, special edition is like all this backstory about their relationship and all this other bullshit that it just all it needs is Virgil turn on your side yeah, yeah. And, and you said before something about floating the buoy and that line always makes me think of um Crimson Tide and just <laughs> Denzel Washington with this one line but we'll float the buoy <laughs> like, I just love his delivery of that in that movie it's so funny um launch the buoy you're <laughs> dying <laughs> like we're going down um my one last thing is not about this movie but is a follow-up on two weeks ago when we were talking about the sandlot yeah and how there has to be some slash fiction out there um the most cursory of google searches <laughs> like the simplest oh google search turned up something called strange feelings a sandlot fanfic 
Okay. Which is very innocent. I mean, I didn't is read the sexy? whole thing. Like, is it erotic well, it, in any way? It's very innocent. I read, um, like, the last third of it because it, it was very long. But it, it mostly is just <laughs> Benny and Smalls sharing a very tender kiss Aww. at the end of it. Um, but, yeah, it, it wasn't, like, erotic, but it was definitely... It, it kind of just it, flushes it out what was already there. Sandlot it slash like, fiction, yeah. for sure. Right. It just takes it to its, like, logical conclusion. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how that movie should have ended. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> those, two, those two guys are... Maybe this is a new test then like i'm just trying to think of uh ways to like you guys clearly didn't love this movie as much as i did but again yeah. i have nostalgia as a kid um I, but that said is it worth the actors getting chlorine burns and the crew getting chlorine burns maybe that's the new test ooh, right? is this go. movie good enough to like give the crew and cast chlorine burns <laughs> yeah because um you know this movie tried something new and i think any especially sci-fi to do something new and um especially the practical effects and so, in that regard, I do applaud it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's totally revolutionary. I mean, you can see that within this. That, like, no one had ever done anything like this before, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. That's like, my, my own, like, issues with some of the pacing or whatever aside, it's a really good movie, and it is, like, made extraordinarily well. Yeah. <laughs> you're, but you're, you're you're tripped up on the plot and script. I think that again, the storytelling component of it, the visual, the production design, the yeah. special effects, the acting—like you don't seem to have problems with that. It's mainly the story. I mean, itself. I feel like I feel like some of the choices that he made, as far as like production and and stuff, is just like I get what he was doing. It's just that I didn't like what he chose. You know, I preferred something a little bit more you know of like a submarine movie you know of, of that vein if you're going underwater you know i, I have ridiculously high standards for my sci-fi movies like and yeah. oh and the uh, just if you want to continue in this universe <laughs> which it sounds like you don't um, <laughs> i remember when I, I my mom got this for me because you knew how much i love the movie uh the there's the companion novel this is back when that also pioneered the idea of you have a companion novel along with the film yeah. um is written by orson scott card Okay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's not worth reading. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, nice to give us that and then pull it right yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't read it since I was in high school, so like maybe it's worth reading, but you know, yeah. I, I don't think so. But again, the sci-fi themes, like I have, like, do I think this is a like the best science fiction film ever? No. Does it need to be? No. It's so and to me, it's just groundbreaking in it, so many ways. Is this your favorite James Cameron movie? Hmm. I guess I, 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 my training is that I don't actually play favorites. It's just noting the differences right. and the strengths and weaknesses. So okay. is, I guess my – I have, again, and it's tied in with my childhood nostalgia. That's why I wanted to do this because I was looking through the films that you guys yeah. haven't done yet. And I was like, oh, they probably haven't even seen this movie <laughs> yeah. because it's not it's I, a I've seen it, but not since I was a kid. So yeah. that was – No, it, it totally fell into the cleft between Aliens and uh, T2. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And it was – I mean, it made money, but it was kind of a flop. People didn't really like it. They thought it was schmaltzy. The idea that you have this action movie and a science fiction movie and a romance right. all as one, like all three of those plot lines together, too much, <laughs> too much. Yep. What did you think, Craig? No, What's I your thought, overall assessment? Um, overall, I would say that it's like a... I guess if I were to give it like a star rating, like three and a half four stars so like 3.75 stars <laughs> um because i i did like it there i did have like some issues and again that is also because i didn't i don't have any like childhood memories attached to this movie or anything mm-hmm. like that and um i also 
I don't think I put on like my eighties lens, you know, for this movie uh, no. either. So yeah. I was like, like it I was, I, doesn't look like the eighties because of the production design and the costumes. Oh, I thought this it, was mid nineties. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it for me, like you know, in terms of like the storyline, was like again, like just a the little, lady hating the fact yeah. that there's only one person of color in the movie, the fact that everyone's a you know straight cis white male. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, again, that 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 is like one of those things. Like I, I kind of had to like keep disconnecting myself from that like and kind of putting myself into that lens uh of not <laughs> pointing that out at, like every moment that it came up so that actually i felt like was just my personal thing but i still think i liked i still like the movie overall like i still think that it is like a visually stunning movie like the effects are done really well i do um you know i like elements of the story even if i don't like necessarily like how they were executed uh, so I do like the you know the themes that run throughout the movie, even if I don't necessarily like the execution at the end. Mm -hmm. But yeah, overall, I'd say it was good. <laughs> I wouldn't say great. I'd say yep. it was good. <laughs> I think it's risky. That's yeah, what, that's yeah. what I like about it. Is it took a lot of risks, and a lot of them didn't pay off, and some of them did. But it's it it's taking a risk. Yeah, and I think it actually could have done with a little bit more, like doing a little less, like trying not to do like everything at once. So you guys should really watch the special edition. <laughs> yeah. like, I kind of oh want to now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I want to fast forward through the special edition, but I want to watch the special edition. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does that wrap up our review? Uh, we've uh, just it has a seven point six IMDb, eighty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes, and eighty three percent audience tomatoes. Great. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I think we we put a good bow on that one. I feel. I think so. Good job. That guys. was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick little break, and then we'll be back with recommendations and uh, what we're doing next week. And yeah. Thanks for being here, Tara. Thanks so much oh, thank for having me. So yeah, I have you back. Like, definitely, I really want you back. The, um, you, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I love, I love, I love arguing about things. So thanks, thanks. Yeah, we we, uh, we need another voice on the podcast. I feel, and you bring a good one. So that'd well, you be great. guys can pick a movie that you love that I can then like be like, no, this is why it's terrible. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, I guess we're on to our recommendation section. Um, action, Jackson. Um, <laughs> We don't have a theme. I really feel like we should have something. Yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah. Do, do, do. Submarine movies. Underwater movies. <laughs> we actually used to sing recommendations themes off the top of our head, and we stopped doing it. That's so we true. Bring that back. Yeah. Yeah, we could, we can yeah they'll show. probably be bad at first. I but just who knows. feel like there should be something I should be saying, you know. you got to be bad at something before you can be good at it, you know. That's yeah. true. That should be the <laughs> subtitle of this podcast, actually. Actually, I think, can I change that into, like, my life motto? Please? Yeah, no, like, like I, I, I say that to myself all the time. Like, I'm just like... Yeah, no, like, I'm not doing great. I'm like, no, you, you just got to do it, and you'll be bad at it first, and then you'll get better. And Take it until you make it. Yeah. I, I got to make that a mantra for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. There are IWITW t-shirts. Quit starting side businesses on my podcast, <laughs> goddammit. Hey, guys, check out our Etsy shop for t-shirts that say, I want you to watch this. You got to be bad at something before you're good at it. Yep. It's uh, a... <laughs> it'll, it'll be a glitter version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> They're made of puff paint. <laughs> oh man, remember puff paint? Yeah, I got in trouble using puff paint. I was making mixed CDs and I put it on the CD and like my Ooh, was that's like, a bad idea. You're gonna destroy the CD player doing that. Yeah. Oh, so I had to peel it all off. I have a thing for recommendations. Oh. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm I don't have any plans after I leave here. What should I do today? Ooh. Oh. Okay. Is that too much is that too weird of a Oh no. See she thinks we were talking about like a theme, like in terms of like a theme for we were yeah. talking about like a theme song oh, for a recommendation. Song. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 like, we're gonna come up with a recommendation. Recommendation. Now, now, hi, I'm slowly catching on to what's happening right now. That was a wonderful. That was like a beautiful miscommunication. Like, like yeah. I say, it's it's 11:30. You could go get a nice brunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yaris, it's, it's, they've got great breakfast burritos. Go outside and sweat. Yeah, that'd be something to do today. Or let's see. What's that cafe right up the street here? Um, you don't have to give me recommendations. <laughs> well, I thought that we're on it. Like. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, recommendations. Um, I have one. I'll kick us off. Uh, I have a video game recommendation. It's called Slay the Spire. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's on Steam. Um, it's uh, it's everything you uh, love about card games and nothing you hate about them. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, like a, it's the hardest thing I've ever tried to do, and it's also the most addictive game I've ever played. <laughs> and I don't say that lightly. It is legit the most addictive game I've ever played in my life. I've been up till 1 a.m. some nights playing this stupid game. I hate this game. <laughs> Go get it. It'll ruin your life. Uh, no, seriously. Like uh, If you know anything about like deck-building games, um, there's a lot of board games that are like that. Uh, if you know Dominion, it's kind of like Dominion. Um, if you played Magic the Gathering, it's kind of like Magic the Gathering. Um, those are really the only two examples I can think of. It's a faster version of both. Um, highly recommend it. Cool. Slay the Spire. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Seriously, it'll ruin your life. <laughs> I'm going to actually recommend Solo. Um, I went in with admittedly low expectations. That trailer did not have me optimistic. And I really liked the movie. Like, it's way better than the trailer does credit for. Now, it's this like, is the Fast and the Furious spinoff with Han, right? Kind of. Han I mean, it's, it, it's a heist movie. It's an adventure movie. But, I mean, <laughs> it's 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 a lot of fun. And once Donald Glover shows up as Lando, it becomes just fantastic. Like, yes. Donald Glover not only has his own Donald Glover charmingness, but he nails Billy D. Williams at the same time. Oh, that's great. And just makes this, like, a super fun, enjoyable movie, like, that I, I really enjoyed more than I was expecting to. So, yeah, go out and see Solo. It's worth it. Cool. Craig, what you got? Uh, God, I've seen... I've been seeing, reading so much. Um, let's go with... Uh, movies. Upgrade. That's oh my god! It was so fun. Oh, you really? saw that? Oh my god! Like wow! Cool! Wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you posted on Twitter about that, and I was I was like surprised because that did not look good to me. No, it's it's crazy. Like I was, uh, it's kind of like a more actiony, like ex machina esque sci fi movie about like you know technology and humanity, huh. like where that line, like where that line crosses over with AI. Um, and I thought it was looking kind of like Bioshock the movie in a way, and was like, it, it looks kind of. It looked like a John Cena movie to me, like just like a. No, it's 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 like hard sci-fi, and it's like also like not like not quite as like 
good as like the raid in terms of like action, but yeah. like the way that it's shot is really well done. It's very like visceral, like in terms of like the um like the the violence within like the martial arts and like action scenes. Like it's like it's hardcore and it's fucking good. Um, cool. And uh, I got a comic one too because I've been okay. reading Doctor Strange, which just started a new run this week, uh, and it is. Uh, Doctor Strange is figuring out like why his magic has gone away, and so he borrows a spaceship from uh, Iron Man to go like explore different galaxies to try and talk with like find other magic users like outside of his realm of like his domain uh, to see why his magic has completely gone away. So huh. it's gonna be like magic in space. And I'm that, like, that sounds actually yes. quite interesting. I want to check that out. Doctor Strange on the make. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, those are my recommendations. Right on. Tara, what you got? Uh, I don't. What do you want me to recommend? Now Are you I'm watching like, anything, reading like anything, anything, seeing movie, anything good TV lately? Show, I'll do like video game because I don't play video games Sweet. because I get too addicted to them, yeah. and then I only do that. Yeah. So I'll do that. Um, so a game called Closure. Has okay. anyone played no. this? Uh, it's maybe really. like at least ten years old now, so you can get an emulator for it. But it's a game. It's very simple. It's a, I think an indie game. You um, can walk and run and jump, and you have a, can pick up a light and put it down. That's it, right? And it's a game that messes with object permanence so object permanence is like you know when you like yeah. play peekaboo with a kid right exactly. you learn, oh the they, person's gone right when they don't see it it's not there exactly yeah. so th that's what this game is messing with is your sense of object permanence so the world only exists where the light is so it's like illuminating oh, so cool. like three inches the moment you walk out of the light you fall and die right <laughs> so it's a puzzle game and the first puzzle is uh, so i'm not no spoilers here because it's the first one is it's a door and then it has like walls on every side of it and you're like how do i get in the door when there's walls on every side of it so you try and figure out try and figure out if you put the lamp in a place where only part of the wall yeah. is illuminated right. then you can just go right through the wall and go into the door ah. right so it messes with that sense of object yeah. permanence which that is so much so fun to fun. play with yeah. that's cool I, I wonder if they've made that yeah. into a phone app I, I know yeah. <laughs> I, 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 there's a reason I don't play it very much because then I'm like I can keep playing this for <laughs> <laughs> yep cool I love puzzle games like yeah, that it's a puzzle there's a game. lot of really yep. fun side scrollers that are of, of that effect um, right on um, cool. Well, I guess that wraps up our episode. Um, great having you on, Tara. Thanks again. Thanks so much for having me. Um, what what are we what are we doing? What's going on? What's next? Where are we? Uh, How's it going? Is hi guys. Hi. We finally <laughs> did lots of fest year. I feel like we've hit like an epoch now. Oh, I kind of <laughs> want to do something fun and animated. Yeah, that would be very welcome. I want to do paprika. <laughs> Yeah, paprika. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, um, but we have to do that coupled with the other crazy one. Um, that's oh, we yeah, we have to do Inception. In yeah, 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 we were gonna do it a versus, weren't we? Were we gonna do paprika versus Inception? Yeah, we get, but we're, we get at least do, do it back do to that back for a versus episode. Just do them both. Right. Do a twofer. Yeah. All right. I have that one on DVD. So a paprika. Sweet, a paprika. The yeah, paprika. but I like the idea of because we've been talking about this before, and it's been since. The Battle of the Fasts that we've it's done a versus. Been a while. So let's do Paprika ba versus Battle of the Dreams. Inception. Yeah. Right. So yeah, just so as Tara knows, uh, is uh, Paprika is a Japanese animated movie. Is it a um, wh which 
Studio made it? Do you know? Uh, is it Studio I, Ghibli? No, no, it's not a Ghibli movie. Um, but it's about essentially this uh, scientist who has like this dream machine, and so he can go into people's dreams and their when dreams. When was it made? Uh, a while ago. Um, let me see if I can like find. Like 2004. It. I want to. Oh, say? okay, not like the 70s. 2006. No. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen this. It's gorgeous. It's I really. I recommend it. Yeah, it's a. Oh my god, it's a gorgeous movie. I when I teach animation, I often put um. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies with Totoro because they were made at the same time oh. and you need Totoro after you see Grave of the Fireflies because yeah. you're like heart <laughs> destroyed <laughs> so you have animation that's very moving like Waltz I brought that up oh, on the Waltz with Bashir movie yeah. Yeah. it was like that's like the, that level of like just like complete and utter despair at the end of a movie is exactly what I felt after Waltz with Bashir yeah. and Grave of the Fireflies yeah. Yeah, so let's watch a happy let's animated watch movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, right on. Um, yeah, so join us next week for um, a, another special episode of I Want You to Watch This. Uh, thanks for listening to us this week. Um, uh, you, you know, you can you can find us wherever you're catching this podcast in this podcast listening app that you're listening to right now, as well as um, what any iTunes listening apps iTunes Stitcher. Stitcher. We just applied to Spotify, so uh, see us on there soon. Um, Fingers crossed. I think I don't think that there's, there's no like reason why they wouldn't stop injury. us. Yeah, like you just can't have like shit art and like be about hate. And yeah, we're neither of those things. So, um, yay! <laughs> Looking forward to uh, kind of growing the audience as far as where you can find us. Um, you can contact us. You can find us on uh, this really cool website that I just learned about. It's called uh, Twitter. Have it's you like heard? you send these little brief messages, right? Yeah. They have to be like a certain size. Yeah, something <laughs> okay. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to break Colin that I think I've worked. I think I've, I've decided to leave it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm countering your attack. Dennis. <laughs> it's worked. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. We're Twitter at Twitter uh, at no. Twitter.com. It's at Twitter. <laughs> All the tweets and We're on Twitter at IWITWT. Thank you, Colin. Need an assist on that one. You can tweet us individually. I'm at the D-Bucks. I'm at Catharticus. I'm at Cullen Munch. You on that bullshit website there, Tara? No? Uh, yes. Do you want no, people to follow no, you? I don't want. Don't worry yeah, about that's it. Fine, no. Don't no. worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> we're on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWYTWT. If you see any other website representing us, they are full of shit and liars. Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe them. Don't believe them. Yeah. Sam had to take down like six duplicate websites trying to smear our name. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you can suggest movies to us on any of these platforms. Suggest this movie. We'll do it. Come on. Yeah, for sure. For, for chisel. Hey, yeah, maybe we'll like it, but we will watch it. Yeah, maybe you'll be a guest and we'll fight and you in I person. You um, yeah, yeah. They're fun to fight with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How was a tethered knife fight? That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll patch you up. Bye, guys. Oh, watch this movie. I want you to watch. Come on and watch with me. I want you to watch it, just watch this, watch this movie with me. I said I want you to watch. Watch the fucking movie.